Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch, and welcome to the Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday, when Tom and I talk about and briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the Lich. I am sworn to Nezul. Dead man walking. I will crush you. Embrace the end. The ancient evil survives. I'm so poor, I don't even have calcium deposits. For the burning legion! So those you were. You should oh. see the skeletons in my closet. Well, you're the boss. I hear that Banshee's a real screamer. Ladies dig rigor mortis. You are the weakest lich. Goodbye. So, anyway, those were a bunch of things liches say in the World of Warcraft online multiplayer role-playing game from Blizzard Entertainment, and I just thought we needed all of those lines strung together. But before we get into what the heck a lich is, I wanted to ask you, Tom, did you notice that I switched up the uh, Monster Monday's intro a bit? Yeah, I did. I I figured we needed to just switch it up. It was like the same exact thing every time. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, it's it's a little better. And maybe maybe people are getting annoyed of it or maybe they not, maybe they love it. You never know. I don't know. <laughs> but also, I wanted to tell you this that last week on last week's Monster Monday, we totally dropped the ball big time because we did the gnomes and what we should have done was the fog because At midnight on April 20th, which was last Monday, that's when, according to the 1980 John Carpenter film The Fog, the Elizabeth Dane clipper ship and its vengeful crew come in with the fog. Um, So they, they attack when they come in, but the big attack party takes place on April 22nd. But anyway, we lost a great opportunity to do a Monster Mondays episode on the fog. And then next yeah, that year... The tr- neat. Yeah, it would have been perfect, but we already had the episode in the can, so it's like, well... But next year's 20th falls on a Tuesday, so I don't know. Maybe we could still do it on a Monday, and then people will be ready on Tuesday. I don't know. In Either any that, event, or maybe we'll just we'll just drop the uh, uh, a fog... Um, monster monday just in in uh celebration of the of the day yeah i mean i guess we could have done yeah i don't know in any event so tom and i usually pick the monster we're going to do uh, the next time after we finish recording our monster monday so after we record this one we'll pick next week's Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, when we wrapped the lawn gnomes last week, we dug into the various monster guides we own, and Tom was the first to throw out a creature, and that creature was a lich. And I said, a witch? He said, no, a lich. 
L-I-C-H. So what the heck is a lich? Because I had not heard of one. And that's because I don't play Dungeons and Dragons, where I guess it's pretty well known. So a lich, for all those that don't know what it is, like me, according to fandom.com and Wikipedia, who look like they shared sources because they use the exact same verbiage, so I will too. Um, a lich is a type of undead creature. Liches are depicted as being clearly cadaverous, their bodies desiccated or completely skeletal. Liches are often depicted as holding power over hordes of lesser undead creatures, using them as soldiers and servants. Both Wikipedia and fandom go on to explain that these creatures are the results of powerful magicians skilled in necromancy or kings striving for eternal life who use spells or rituals to bind their intellect and their souls to their phylacteries, which are a type of magic box used to store souls and life force. Then they transform into these undead creatures, liches, thus achieving immortality. In any event, that's how I understood it. Is that right, Tom? They actually turn themselves into these liches? Yeah, it's the the ritual that turns them into the lich and makes them basically where you can't kill them. They're immortal at that point. Okay, cool. Okay, so then I did I did get it right. So that was yep. just what a lich is. So now a little bit of the history. Going back to Wikipedia, the word lich it's, is an English word for corpse. Um, and just uh, a little background, the gate... At the lowest end of the cemetery where the coffin and funerary procession usually entered was commonly referred to as a lich gate. And I think, Tom, I think you have one of these gates in your spooky town village. I know I have one. Um, they're saying this I gate was quite often. Yeah, I think I gave you one because I had an extra one somehow. Mom gave me one or something. But anyway, this gate was quite often covered by a small roof where part of the funerary service could be carried out. So, yeah, so Lemax Spooky Town Villages, they have a couple different ones. I'm going to actually put links to these pieces in the show notes. So if anyone wants to get one for their village, they can because they're kind of cool. But anyway, back to uh, back to liches, my witches. <laughs> Uh, various works of fantasy fiction, <laughs> <laughs> such as Clark Ashton Smith's 1936 story Empire of the Necromancers, had used lich as a general term for any corpse, animated or inanimate, before the term's specific use in fantasy role-playing games. The more recent use of the term lich for a specific type of undead creature originates from the 1976 Dungeons and Dragons role-playing game booklet Greyhawk written by Gary Gygax and Rob Kuntz. Uh, liches in D&D are not mindless hoarding zombies like you might expect but rather these creatures retain revenant-like independent thought and are usually at least intelligent as intelligent as they were prior to their transformation. So that's what I have for history and origins. Uh, what do you got, Tom, for powers, weaknesses, all that good stuff? Well, so I'm going to go back to, obviously, the fandom sites that you were uh, referring to earlier. And we'll just kind of go off on some of the 
uh, powers and abilities or powers and skills uh, in one particular area. Um, this is actually referring to uh, Adventure Time, which is pretty close to to what they have in the uh, Monster Manual for the Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, also, a bunch of other sites that I was looking up, but they obviously do, do watch Dark that Magic. show. Do you watch? Mm, I haven't really watched, watched a ton of it, but I've I've watched probably a good season of it. Um, it's funny. Uh, it, yeah, it, I remember it's Robert little... and I when he was younger. We used to watch the regular show, and Adventure Time was always like on around that time, and we'd catch an episode here and there. But and it was never enough for me to really know if I liked it a lot. But well, maybe yeah, I'll have to I mean, revisit my, it. My whole thing is, is I like more of the the serious stuff of it, and it gets right. kind of. It's supposed to be a comedy. Um, the first episode was neat. I mean, where they're traveling into the dungeons and stuff like that. But like I said, I mean, it got a little corny for me. But I mean, it. I don't know. Some some of the stuff on it is neat. Um, but anyhow. Uh, <clears throat> so one of the things I wanted to talk about, you know, obviously is the powers and skills. So he's got dark magic. Obviously, he's immor he, he's immortal. Uh, he has pyrokinesis, um, illusionary manipulation, possession, telepathy. Uh, he finds a way to control you. Um, I believe that the only real way that he can't control you is if you have a particular jewel uh, that you can oh yeah you can have either on you or something and then he's he's no longer able to kind kind of mind manipulate you yeah I think um, I saw that in the adventure time <laughs> that I, I learned yeah, that about actually, the jewel thing <laughs> what the nuts? and then uh, obviously he could fly uh, you said it earlier he could fly? yeah he could fly. Um, is that because he's he a wizard or he, he gains flight because he becomes a, a lich? He's basically becomes a, when he becomes a lich, he's, he's death. He could hover, float, do all that sort of stuff. Huh. So, I mean, even in, in some of the games that I'm going to mention, I mean, he's, he's kind of hovering over things so he can fly. Um, he has all superhuman right. strength. He has a death aura, uh, obviously high intellect and manipulation. Uh, his hobby is killing people and trying to end all life. His goals are to destroy all life in the multiverse. Why, wait, and why does he want to destroy all life? Then he's just going to be up by himself and do what? Because the more souls that he oh, gets, he owns it makes them. him more powerful. Oh, that makes because basically they're still they're they're undead, so they're his slaves. Basic. That's the idea. Basically, at that point, yeah. Oh, okay, slaves. got it. So it's kind of funny because I came across when I was doing research, and you always come across all kinds of just stupid stuff when when you get into this into doing research, and I found this this comic that said. Uh, uh, you you think you have won, and this guy is talking to the lich, uh, and he says, you think you have won, you are blind, and he says, I'm a lich, if you kill me, I will come back stronger, and he said, the guy says, do liches breathe, and the lich says, nope, he says, well, 
I got a, I got that bag of holding, and he says, oh yeah, and he's like, wait a minute, hold up. Now, anybody who plays Dungeons and Dragons who knows what a bag of holding is will actually think this is kind of funny, because, um... I'm going to read the definition of the bag of holding. Well, first, let me just step back for a second. First off, the way that you could kill a lich is obviously finding his phylactery. So if you find the phylactery and destroy the phylactery, then uh, the lich becomes, basically, you destroy it. Because uh, I, I so believe they, they have were saying that, that thing. One. They have that thing, like, tucked away somewhere, hidden in a cave or something. Yeah, it's supposed to be in some sort of area where it's just known by the lich, uh, by the is, original. Is the phylactery wizard. is that the is the phylactery the bag of holding or what's the bag of holding? No, 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 no. The bag of holding is is more or less along the lines of a joke. So hold on one sec here. I just wanted oh, to go okay. back to make sure that people knew how to actually kill a lich, and that is you find the phylactery, which is usually very difficult because it's a spot. That only the the wizard who did the ritual to become the lich, he knows where it is. So he's not going to put it in any obvious spot that anybody can see. But if you somehow find that spot of where that box, that phylactery is, uh, if you destroy that, you destroy the lich. But here's what's funny. So I, in reading that, that uh, picture, I'm going to read the definition of what the bag of holding is um so the bag of holding this bag is an interior space considerably larger than an outside dimensions roughly two feet in diameter at the mouth and four feet deep the bag can hold up to 500 pounds not exceeding a volume of 64 cubic feet the bag weighs 15 pounds regardless of its contents retrieving an item from the bag requires an action and an action is basically just something that happens in dungeons and dragons um, if the bag is overloaded, pierced, or torn, it ruptures and is destroyed, and its contents are scattered into the astral plane. If the bag is turned inside out, its contents spill forth unharmed, but the bag must be put right, right before it, the bag must be put right before it can be used again. So you have to put the bag back in if you turn it inside out. Breathing creatures inside the bag cannot survive up to a number can survive up to a number of minutes equal to 10 divided by the number of creatures. So basically, it's a minimum of one minute that somebody could survive. And then at, after each time, they they begin to suffocate. So you can only last so long in this bag of holding if you are a breathing creature. Now, obviously, if you're a lich, you're not breathing. Um, but, however, placing a bag of holding inside an extra-dimensional space created by a handy haversack portable hole, which is something inside uh, Dungeons & Dragons, or similar item, instantly destroys both items and opens up a gate to the astral plane. The gate originates where the one item was placed inside the other, and any creature within 10 feet of the gate is sucked through it to a random location on the astral plane, and then the gate closes. And then that gate is only a one-way gate and can't be reopened. So basically what I'm getting at here and what the joke is of the of the document is that if you put a lich inside a bag of holding and then place the bag of holding inside of the portable hole, 
that's made by the Handy Haversack, he's going to go into the astral plane, the gate's going to suck him in, and you will never see him again because there's only a one-way thing to get him back. So that was kind of the joke. Anybody who likes Dungeons and Dragons is probably going to laugh at that. Um, most people who doesn't know what Dungeons and Dragons are are probably not going to have any idea. But I just wanted to say <laughs> like outside, <me. laughs> yeah, outside of the way of the phylactery, uh, you could kill him in other ways. Just bring a bag of holding with you, and well, you be that kind of that kind of reminds me. I don't know. Do you remember there was a movie that we watched as kids with dad? It was called Captain Sinbad from 1963. I forget who the bad guy was, but you, I think Sinbad like stabbed him and he wouldn't die, and no one could kill him. The only way that you could kill him was to find his heart because his heart was not in his body. Oh, yeah. And they and they found the heart. It was in this tower. And the only way to get to the tower was you had to go through this like jungle or forest of monsters. You had to beat all these monsters. Then you had to get to the tower. And they had to, I think it was a rope or something. You Sinbad climbed the rope up to the top of the tower and if I remember correctly, and it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I think there was a big hand up there that would try to get anyone who tried to kill the heart. So he had to fight the oh, big I, hand. Oh, I think you're right. And then stab well, the I mean, heart. It's, it's, but it's along the same lines of even Achilles, you know, where you, you can't do anything to Achilles because he's awesome. You know, obviously in the movie Troy with Brad Pitt, um, he's he's this awesome warrior but then as soon as as uh what's his butt there uh uh you know launches the arrow into his achilles tendon it kills him uh because that was his weakness so usually mm -hmm. villains of all sorts or monsters that are devastating and whatnot have some kind of weakness and obviously the weakness for the lich is the phylactery so if you could find that and destroy it you destroy the lich um but let, let's get into another thing. There's a YouTube video that I put in my notes, uh, Mike, that we need to link to the show notes. It's a lich explanation. It kind of goes into some of the stuff we've talked about. But this has has some pretty good uh, you know, information, uh, mainly more along the lines for the Dungeons & Dragons side of things. But I think it, it's a very well done, well put together uh, uh youtube uh video it's like five or six minutes long not not very long but it's it's kind of neat um some of the well-known liches that are out there which you probably all have heard is voldemort um i think it's funny that that uh a lot of the stuff that i was looking up every a lot of stuff was going back towards you know whether or not voldemort was even a lich and he he is because he takes the form of like snakes you know serpents and whatnot and and uh, he does rituals, so in a way, he is a lich. Um, mm. The other question that was coming out was, the Night King that's in Game of Thrones, is he a lich? Uh, after kind of doing a little bit more research, uh, you know, he he kind of is a lich as well. I mean, he takes control of, of an undead army, to do his his bidding basically and he also controlled the uh one of the dragons and made it into you know an undead dragon and then controls all of them to go after 
Uh, I don't know if he did any rituals. I can't remember. Um, it's been a while since I've watched all of the seasons, obviously. But I, I think in a way he's kind of a lich. Let, you know, our listeners. Are there let me discussions? Know what you guys think. Are there online discussions about like, oh, is it a, is he a lich or? Yeah. Or is this? I, I mean, I didn't oh, link yeah, that... any. Uh, but but if people look it up and say, is the is the Night King from Game of Thrones a lich? You're gonna find stuff because that's how I found it. Hmm. Uh, some of the, the games, you know, you already brought up one, you know, obviously World of Warcraft, they had a, an expansion called the Wrath of the Lich King, uh, it was a decent expansion pack, uh, but it's all about the Lich, um, in there, a, you know, also Hearthstone, which is by Blizzard Entertainment, Hearthstone is a, is a card game, but it's a digital card game where you go, you gather up a bunch of cards, and you, you uh you play against other people or against you know bots that has some lich cards in it of course obviously because it pertains to the world of warcraft it's uh, a digital you know, card game. game you you play with other people online kind of like it's a multiplayer yeah, it's, it's, card game oh that's kind of cool it's like magic the gathering uh and magic the gathering has a digital piece to it as well so you could play that with other people if you you know, don't have somebody to play, you know, you could play online with other people, and Hearthstone is, is kind of the same thing. Um, there's also another game that I've been playing, and, and trust me, I, I we don't have enough time to go through every single game that has a lich in it. I'm just bringing in some other common ones, and, and another one here called Dota Underlords, uh, which is by Valve Entertainment. Um they have a lich character, which is a tier five character. It's one of the the top ones. A Valve Entertainment came out with Dota Underlords uh, in, on February twenty fifth, two thousand twenty, and I I play this game. It's a lot of a lot of fun. It's a auto sort of battler. It's a, like a chessboard. You build strategy. You play against other people, and you kind of have to you know build up gold, build your way up. But there's a tier five creature. That's called a Lich. He's pretty powerful. He also looks really neat. Um, and you could look him up, you know, pretty much anywhere and see all of that. So um, that was a lot of the stuff that I had. Obviously, the Monster Manual from Dungeons & Dragons has some really good artwork. It's on page 202 of that guide. Uh, it talks about everything. It talks about the soul sacrifices, the secrets of the Underdeath. Uh, death and, and restoration, his lonely existence, um, his undead nature. It goes into his the lich's lair. You know where exactly he exists. Um, definitely has a ton of interesting information in it. So definitely recommend getting that guide if you're into monsters at all. So and that's what I had. Cool. All right. And for uh, for movies or TV. I didn't find a ton with liches, but the animated feature Anastasia from 1997, the main antagonist is a lich. The 2005 movie Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God, Clax the Malign, who offers his services to the main antagonist, I guess uh, uh, is a lich or something. <laughs> or I haven't seen the movie. And then, as we already yeah. mentioned, car cartoon. Did you see that movie, Tom? Uh, no, I, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. 
And then Cartoon Network's Adventure Time, the cartoon series uh, that ran between 2010 and 2018. One of the central antagonists is Lich, which we kind of talked a little bit about. If you're in Transylvania and you're looking for some liches, they're mostly where you'd find wizards, and you'll find wizards on the Monster Islands. And while our book, Transylvania Traveler, does not talk about liches, if you want to know where they live and you want to visit that area, check out our guide because it'll guide you through Transylvania. It'll get you to the Monster Islands. Hopefully it'll get you out of the Monster Islands because there are a lot of monsters and magical creatures there. So well, actually, let me, find... let me throw something in here really quick. Okay, so there's a ton of liches out there um, that I'm sure that are in movies that we're not talking about. Uh, and I, I just I want to make sure that people have a good understanding of that. We're only bringing out a very small amount of things. I'm, I guarantee you there are people out there that are going to say, man, there, there's liches in this, there's liches in this. And there are tons. And however way you want to define a lich, almost like I was just talking about earlier where... You know, the Night King could be a lich. Voldemort is a lich. Um, it's a wizard that basically is about to go wrong, do a ritual, become this evil doer, and make himself into, you know, a, a villain. And so I want to make sure that that is totally clear that that is what a, a lich becomes something from a from a wizard that basically is going to go wrong or wants to get immortality. Uh, so that really can depict just about anything uh, in a lot of movies, a lot of books. And so I just want to make sure that that's clear. Cool. All right. Well, anything else before we call it a night? Nope, that'll do it. So uh, that'll do it for this Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, or to become a monster revolutionary yourself, go to jacklanternpress.com, where you could also find our book, Transylvania Traveler. And also check out our Facebook group, Monster Revolution. We'll link it in the show notes. So we thank you again for joining us this evening, and uh, we'll meet up again soon in the pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm.